chill appreciation fan cast of Steven Universe. Would you say we're back from outer space? I would love to say that. In outer space, you don't you you have to self isolate. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. We should use the things we learned in outer space and apply them here. Just walk around in giant spacesuits. Giant spacesuits. Giant woman, giant spacesuits. There's a connection here. Somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make those dots right now. There's a synergy going on. Or just a real lack of co... No. Cohesion? Coercion? Uh, the thing where you... Comprehension? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Maybe I should have woken up a little bit more from the afternoon nap before we started <laughs> recording. Just, just a skosh, just to. Aren't smidge. you so lucky that you get to have an afternoon nap in this? I'm very lucky. I'm going to consider that one of the positives and not a negative, because it was just a half hour and. Was it? Well, I'm going to pretend that it was just a <laughs> half hour, and and thus totally justifiable. Well, um, do you want to do the plug party real quick? Yeah. Oh, so. We don't normally do the plug party. Should we call it a beach party? A beach yeah, plug party? Beach plug party. Beach plug party. Uh, so keep Beach City Quarantined is an offshoot of Marriage the Idea. And you can find that on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can follow us on Facebook at Marriage the Idea Reviews. And you can email us, Marriage the Idea Reviews at gmail.com if you have questions. I know that this series eventually will have an end because the episodes will eventually and for us at least. So it'd be nice to binge another show that we really wanted to, but just never did. So email is a great way to contact us if you have suggestions or ideas. Um, the cool thing about keeping Bitch City quarantined is that we stream it live on our Facebook page. And I think it's becoming pretty consistent. Tuesday at five, we set up and we record. So keep that open on your calendars. You can come and join the conversation. And um, if you like what we're doing with this or with Marriage of the Idea, which we're going to record later this week to upload a new episode for that, too, you can support us at patreon.com slash married to the idea. Yes. Uh, hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Uh, hi. Hey, Taylor Hudson. I know. I, I, was, I was assuming it was that Taylor, my Taylor, our Taylor. <laughs> Taylor and Rich are both watching. Hi, guys. I'm actually uh, a little surprised by always the uh, spread we get because there are some people who come and watch who've never seen Steven Universe, and then some people who are like, oh, yes, I remember this exactly. So it'll be fun to talk about that from a couple different perspectives. Yeah, so if you guys uh, want to comment on the video, I do have it up. Um, as Aaron you can see. is uh, in Mission Control. Yes. He has all of the boards. Um, so uh, if you have just joined us uh, or are joining us at some point, um, we asked to, for today to share the page or to share the video. Uh, we're trying to get the word out just a little bit more. Um, we're not trying to like get more money or anything like that. We literally just we want to talk to more people. Uh, today is episode three. Episodes one and two are available now on SoundCloud and iTunes if you want to share those too. But we have so much to talk about. We are discussing episodes 21 through 30 today. And there are some of Aaron's favorite episodes in here, which I know he's going to gush about because he gave the biggest, longest sigh when they came up on screen for us to start watching. So I'm so excited to talk about some of these. Like we might have to like pull back on a lot of these just so I can I talk think about more. We might have to skip over them so we can come back to them. I think we're going to be fair and balanced until we get to those. And then Aaron's going to just walk all over this. So let's get started. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, episode 21. Joking. 21. 21. Joking victim. Uh, so this is another 
Lars-centric. Lars-centric episode. Why does Lars never truly redeem himself again? I think it's because he's a, a real person. They're doing a really good job of saying that one good deed does not a changed character make. But even with a uh, with a changed character, he, he he always shows regression rather than progression. That's what always gets me. Yeah, and we will see in a later episode within this chunk that Sadie is not infallible. That she can make yeah. mistakes too, just as bad as Lars can. I remember whenever we first watched this episode way back when, I did not like the end of this episode. And now rewatching it, I get it a little bit more. I still don't like her actions, but I understand them more mm-hmm. in that episode when we get to it. Uh, yeah, so this one is Lars faking an injury to get out of work. Sadie's saying, fine, whatever, go home, because I'll do anything for you, because once you were really nice and made me your player two when I stood in line for 20 hours to get you a video game. And, and got her, like, her favorite crackers snack. And yeah, hung oyster out all crackers. Night. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Stephen decides to come and help, and there's a protracted R&B single with Mr. Smiley about safety maintenance at the Big <laughs> Donut. <laughs> Remember to wash, wash, wash your hands. Well, 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 wash your hands. We should all be so lucky to listen to <laughs> Mr. Smiley about that. Uh, but then when they go to give Lars a treat, you know, because, you know, he's not so bad. We'll go be nice to him. What is he doing? But jumping on a trampoline with the cool kids, and Sadie gets her heart broken again because Lars is an asshole. Yeah, I, uh, it's very, it was very easy to see this coming, a liar reveal of this sort to come out. Um, though I was surprised that the cool kids actually, like, let that or let him hang out with them. I know. Kinda, I th- thought they kind of saw through his facade, but Maybe he, uh, well, he had the trampoline, so it was like, oh, okay, cool. I guess you aren't so bad. But uh, yeah, I think it's to give greater ammo to twist the knife even harder in Sadie's back. That's true. Poor Sadie. Oh, and like how, uh, Jenny or, um, uh, one of the the pizza, uh, girls, uh, jumps and kind of falls into him and he kind of blushes a little bit. And I think that was the the final twist of the night. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. So sad. Uh, And then Amethyst doing absolutely nothing to help as she is the one who (laughs) causes this pain just says, that's funny. (laughs) There are episodes, not all of them, but I think more the ones that involve the Beach City uh, denizens denizens, uh, that remind me more of the usual show or the normal show. Regular show. The regular show. I can't believe they went through usual and normal before they settled on regular. Yeah. The regular show, where the regular show is like it takes a very everyday situation, and then it it goes and goes and goes, and then all of a sudden it just throws in something like supernatural, paranormal, or very very much extreme. Like, hey, we're gonna go and we're gonna do this video game tournament. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so it's you and me, right? Uh, no, it's actually me and this other guy. But it's always you and me. I'm sorry, I really want to win, so I'm taking this other guy. And, like, that's the whole situation until the very end where the video game comes to life and, like, they need the other guy to do it. And, like, they don't really ever talk about that again. That's the show. <laughs> it takes, like, a normal premise and it deals with the human character or uh, the the real life, how people would deal with it until the very end. And sometimes with these Steven uh, Universe episodes where they have just the regular citizens they kind of do a similar mindset. And I, I think as the show progresses and they get a little bit more away from the regular Beach City or they integrate the gems and Beach City a little bit more, it's less about, like, it's a normal situation and then they just throw in gem stuff. Yeah. 
That's a really interesting point to make. I think you're right that the supernatural can heighten the human drama. I think that's why they use it that way. I think that's why regular show went on for so long. And actually, I'm not bashing on regular show. I've watched some of the episodes, including that one I uh, just kind of made reference to. And they're actually kind of well written in a way. The characters, to me, kind of got a little annoying after a while. But once she kind of got through that premise and everything, it was kind of an interesting concept. Well, I imagine the same thing for Adventure Time, but I would not know. <laughs> I think Adventure Time is a little bit more overarching, whereas those are a little bit more episodic. I get you. All right. Episode 22, Stephen and the Stevens. <sighs> which reuses a element from the original pilot, which was not part of this you know, whole show. It was just the pitch. Uh, the time travel device. So all the gems and Steven go down to this place to find a time turner, basically. You have chosen poorly. poorly. Uh, Steven is the one who picks the right one, and it just he brings it back, and he's like, oh, I would have loved to have Dad do this with me. Oh, wait, I know how to fix this. Goes back in time to try and fix things, but then it just makes things so much worse. So then he goes back and trying to try and stop himself, and then realizes, oh, instead of using this power to, like, you know, try to make everyone else's life better. I'll just go back in time three times and get a band together, and now we can all play. <laughs> and let's just go make a rock band. Steven and the Stevens, um, one of the best slash worst names for a rock band ever. I, I think there's a there's a hipster edge to it. There is. That's why it's like the best slash worst. <laughs> um, this is an interesting episode because it kind of give gives Steven a little bit of a hubris um, or, you know, humility. Um, thinking that all of his ideas are always great. Um, whenever he doesn't have someone else to bounce them off of, I was like, oh, this is a great idea. I'm totally going to do it. And whenever he doesn't think about them, he doesn't have, he doesn't have that, you know, other mind to even just bounce things off of. Even with Amethyst, it can get, you know, like, I don't know, dude. You probably shouldn't do that. And to see all the Stevens and original Steven realize, am I always this annoying? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And it's a very, um, it can get a little heavy at times. And the thought process of time travel is one that people try to explore all the time. And it's hard to do. And this one does it okay. I don't I want to say it did it very well. I want to say it does it okay. There's an odd point near the end where all the Stevens are in one timeline, all fighting over the time uh, sphere. And it makes me wonder... Was the first part of the show that we saw not the original timeline because now they're all in a different timeline and when they decide enough is enough and smash the time thing, new Steven, the very most recent Steven we just met is the only Steven that keeps existing and all the other Stevens dissolve. Uh, so were we even watching real Steven at the beginning of this? Film theory? You want to <laughs> get on that? I don't know. That's I mean, that's a really good point because uh, the... Steven that we were kind of as an audience were following along with was it's the, the cool one who learns Steven. something. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Steven. He's the one who learns things at the end, sacrifices himself for this new timeline. Steven, does that mean that this new timeline Steven did not learn the lesson? I don't know. Would he do it again? <laughs> I, I, it's really it's kind of strange. And I, I think hate time travel <laughs> so much. I think it it could it could maybe and maybe what happens too is whenever he dissolves like he regains all those memories too it could it could have been something along those lines. Everyone looked really surprised about all of that. Like what just 
what what just happens? <laughs> yeah, I Steven and the Stevens is probably my least favorite one. I did like the music a little bit, but it's probably my least favorite of these. Well, at the end, the three gems go in. Well, the whole reason he was making more Stevens was to make a band. So at the end, the three gems play with him. That was kind of fun. And that's fun. Steven and the Crystal Gems. Yeah, which is kind of like the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, episode twenty three, Monster Buddies. Oh, oh, the very, the very beginning of um. Okay, so way back at episode one, uh, they're finding this centipedal. Oh, And it's like yeah. our first monster, our first big fight. And this is where Steven learns how to use his powers for the first time. And it's kind of our introduction. So the centipedal returns. Um, Steven's in Garner's room where he should not be. And he knocks into the centipedal's bubbled form and frees it um, and kind of forms a you know, a dog-human relationship with it. And it spits acid breath, and it's a little skittish, and all the gems just want to knock it out. And Garnet's like, okay, I guess you can give it a try to try and tame it. And in the end, of course, it's it's not enough, and it ends bittersweetly with Stephen promising that one day he will learn how to help it. But I think more importantly for us, for you and I, Aaron, as we watch this, is... Uh, again, those subtle hints laying down that all of these things that they've been fighting are not exactly what they appear to be, that there the is something bigger going on. And the, the crystal gems are not that forthcoming with uh, Steven. They're not lying to him, but they're not necessarily giving all the information. And again, since we know some things uh, a little bit, more so at this point it's a little we can understand we're like uh we're seeing some signs that will definitely come into play later on um and i and there's some things that we can kind of guess uh we can guess too that um that were kind of revealed in this episode or that were kind of hinted at in this episode that will be very much dealt with later on so. We even saw this time watching it that when it gets debubbled, we see that the form the centipedal first takes is this glowing human H form human. Yeah, before humanoid. it settles into the centipedal. And that's really shocking, especially what happens like two episodes later, honestly, yeah. is like, wait a minute. I thought these were monsters, but what? <laughs> so that and. They they do address this very soon um, in a you know an episode or two even in this episode if I'm not mistaken about how the monsters uh, used to be like them like yeah. even Garnet says that Rose Quartz tried so hard to to fix these things to help these things because they used to be just like them and then got corrupted very Lord of the Rings elves corrupted into orcs sort of thing yeah and. Uh, and there's so much that we, we as these uh, as viewers right now, you and I, Liz, don't know yet that we're trying to kind of piece together. We're 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 still so early in the puzzle. So we, early. We know what some of the pieces are supposed to look like. We got a glimpse of the puzzle box before it got hidden, so we like have an idea, but we're not following along step by step. We have inklings. Yeah, I'm 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 interested to see where this is going once we get past a couple points, but I'm still very um curious on how they get to there. So, um you know, there's some great episodes that are coming up and there there's not really any episodes I'm dreading at the moment. 
Um, there's, I think there's one that I was kind of like, meh, but I'm actually looking forward to it now because it's supposed to, re- uh, you know, relay some more information. There's, of course, the one that's like super weird, um, <laughs> but that even that still reveals something. Um, this episode is is great because it does finally show Stephen and he's kind of subtly stepping into his mother's shoes without even realizing it yeah i think that's really sweet and that's that is very nice uh the next one is an indirect kiss this this is a great 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 episode because it builds so much in a very short amount of time um it shows that a rose quartz is uh was a healer b uh that Stephen may have that power see that he's telling the story to connie and he's still a kid uh d that connie is very interested in the story and loves stories in general e uh that uh how he is different from his mom and f that connie wants to still be involved in everything and it's i know there's uh like the the lion to motion picture is uh kind of shows that too but she's this is a different way of showing that and i really really like that and there's there's something that happens at the end of the episode that doesn't really get looked at again until a much uh, or a later episode in this season i think we have to talk about it though because it's it's relevant for what happens uh in our next two episodes i'm uh, not well not that i'm not talking about the the, the whole point of the episode i'm talking oh. about something with connie so oh right okay um so I like this one because it was a risky move to have the story be a flashback. Like, law would dictate you tell the interesting part of the story first and then the fallout of it later. So it should have started with Amethyst cracking her gem and then going to to the healing fountain to fix it and then later him meeting with Connie and saying this and learning something about himself. But instead, it goes ahead in the future and said it just goes straight to Stephen feeling like really like poorly about himself and telling Connie the story of this thing of this adventure that happened and how he really doesn't think he's really good anymore because he wasn't able to help in the way that he was supposed to help and and that would usually be a bad thing because that's not where the action is but it turns out that the point of the story isn't what happens to Amethyst the point of the story is what happens to Stephen and Connie because without realizing we do but what happens with Amethyst does show that the gems are not invulnerable yeah, did not, you know, we've seen Pearl get stabbed through the chest, and we think, oh, girl, she just has to regenerate. If your gem cracks, that's bad news bears. And I think, too, if it stays that way, she could have turned into something along the lines of, like, the centipedal. It looked like that with her limbs elongating and stretching out and her speaking backwards indecipherably. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it gave that impression. So my... Uh, my what I liked about this episode is is the storytelling process. I think if it was if they had approached it just a little bit differently, where it was more of Stephen telling the story and you don't really see it, and it's you know a um, uh, what is it called, an unreliable narrator. Oh, I see what you're saying. So Stephen, I mean, I wouldn't say Stephen is an unreliable narrator, but maybe at Stephen the gets very end there. he he becomes unreliable because he says. That the gems told him that he's worthless and he'll never have gem powers. And Connie says, they didn't say that. He's like, I, it felt like that. Exactly. Like, if they had kind of inserted some of those things, you're like, why would they do Why would they do that? And then, like, you know, and then, like, <laughs> well, they Stephen's over here, it's like, hey, now, you know, he's not. He's not. But, like, he, he is genuinely feeling bad about himself. So, 
but I do like the the um what this episode implicates that he does have healing powers. He has magic spit. That is so cool, and how it <laughs> how it flows, and like that it's with his spit instead of his tears. It's still some sort of liquid that is coming from him, and that it heals Connie's eyes without because they shared a juice box. Because they shared an indirect kiss. Hey, this is how COVID spreads. Everyone, stay warm. <laughs> stay woke. We we have been warned. We haven't seen it here, and I do like the end of it. He just runs off to tell the gems, and you see Connie just looking at her glasses popping out the lenses and putting them back on and it just cuts and you're like what is gonna happen with this eventually she will have to tell her parents that she can see fine and but she looks very determined and like what, am, like, what am i gonna do? tell my parents what am i gonna tell my optometrist <laughs> my poor optometrist <laughs> and i did i did like that line and um that is actually something that we don't deal with again until a later episode in the series uh, season connie so, is a, a very good audience because yeah. we cut back and she just has sparkling eyes and Keep Are going. you okay? Keep going. Keep going. And just keeps eating her sandwich. <laughs> so um, I know what the next episode is, and I know what the next two episodes are, and we might just go ahead and skip those for the one right now. Or do no, we? No, let's let's talk about them. This all will right. be our our big main crux because I think we already know that these next two episode twenty five and twenty six are Aaron's like big episodes because uh, Mirror Gem and Ocean Gem, which are technically two parts of the same sort of story arc, finally introduce. Aaron's favorite character, Lapis Lazuli. I don't know exactly why she is my favorite. Um, because there for the longest time, Garnet was my favorite. And Garnet is still a very high-ranking gem in my mind. Um, especially later on when her story, her backstory gets more revealed. Um, but Lapis Lazuli, I just, I love her. I um, Especially with her mentality as she continues along. But this particular story arc just i fell in love with her um she's uh very uh strong and she wants what she wants and needs what she needs um but she she deals with this captivity basically and um forms a friendship with steven and um doesn't try to manipulate him but shows that she is a captive instead of it being like you know, Stephen, why don't you let me out of my yeah. jail, Sam? <laughs> it's more like, like you know, why does the cage bird sing kind of thing? Um, and she finds that she trusts Stephen way more than Crystal Gems. And they never address, or as far as I remember, they have not addressed why Lapis Lazuli is in, was in the mirror. So, I think what we know from later things is that there is a class hierarchy within the gem yeah, lifestyle. Absolutely. And so some gems on Homeworld, which we will talk about a little bit in the Space Race episode, just a little bit, are subservient to others, are are useful for the skills that they have as opposed to the people that they are. And even um I think Pearl is even shocked because she I think did not realize that there was a a functioning living person inside this. I don't, but I, think I don't they know. Knew or they thought that it would be more subservient to them. Yeah, that it wasn't someone trapped. It was someone like this is my job, and I'm happy to be here doing my job. And see, I'm a little concerned because what is either a they did not think that there was somebody inside it, like there was an actual gym inside of it, or b that th it was so subservient or so dormant that they couldn't be uh, aroused like that. 
Um, and not meant in a sexual way, but <laughs> no one was thinking that until you said it. <laughs> uh, but with the, we'll start with the first part with mirror Jim and Steven starts messing around with this mirror. Well, not messing around. Uh, he is given this mirror by, um, Pearl, uh, to kind of show some history of the home world and, you know, the crystal gems and the gem society, but it doesn't show anything. And probably she refused because she got put in there by gems. Mm-hmm. Um, so Steven's walking along the beach with her, just talking into it and showing the mirror around, just having fun with it. Because that's what Steven does. That yeah. Steven is that just that kind of person. And it does um, kind of come back into play again later on in the series, which we will address whenever we get to that point. So, uh, And the mirror actually shows Steven's reflection back to him at different times when before. Uh, if he laughs in it, it can store that like a recording and play it back. Yeah, and kind of like a Bumblebee Transformers sort of thing. It like creates. Ooh, that's that's a good. Uh, 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 it's good, good synergy. Yeah. Well, no. Um, that's a good way to compare it. Yeah, building the limited vocabulary that it has out of what it's seen, and they kind of have like a conversation, and it tells Stephen that it's his friend, uh, and then later Stephen finally coaxes it to because it does not want to share what it can do with the gems but it coaxes it and they get real freaked out when it starts talking on its own like it's not supposed to do that and to them i think maybe possibly to them this is essentially a tape recorder or you know a computer that is talking back to the person without being prompted and it's that's probably not good yeah there's a lot of unresolved problems with this particular character uh, oh, but, yeah. But uh, finally, the mirror is able to somehow show Stephen that um, that the gem is bound to the back of the mirror. And so Stephen just rips the gem right off the mirror and finally releases Lapis. Yeah. I don't actually I don't think he rips it off. I think he yeah, he, he heals it. Nope. That's the second episode. He rips. it. Oh, off that's time. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so when he releases when he releases her from her prison, um, she takes her humanoid form uh, but she has like almost like starry eyes, or she has no pupils. She, um, it's it. She is showing to be a little bit. Her eyes know, are mirrors. Her eyes are, uh, <laughs> yeah. Her eyes are mirrors. So, um, but I love the design. I don't know why she looks the most human of the three. Um, the other, and that maybe I don't know. Maybe that's more biased of me. She looks more humanistic to me. And I, I, I love the designs of the other three gems. I love how uh, Amethyst is a little bit shorter, a little bit, you know, stockier. Um, I love her long hair. Uh, I love Pearl is a dancer. And I love Garnet is just this, you know, like big, you know, hulking 80s woman. And I, I love that. But for some reason, I really, really like the design. And it might be the outfit. It might be the hair. It might be the character. It might be everything. I just, I love that. Um, I will tell you that she's the easiest to dress up as. One, yeah. one of the easier ones to dress up as if you want to dress up as her for con. Uh, it's maybe, simple. maybe after uh, the first season, we will uh, show the pictures of you as her. I would be fun. Um, uh, cosplayed. So I let you know I didn't do didn't do the full body paint. Wanted to, did not. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but yeah, if if you have if you need recommendations for. Um, to stick things to your skin uh, i got recommendations and i will happily give those back to you because <laughs> yeah, they, they will last gotta put all those damn gems day. on you some way <laughs> yeah it lasted all damn day so uh the second part of the episode is when lapis literally steals the ocean away and we have no idea why uh 
and they literally all of them uh the gems connie lion greg Stephen, all just go trekking across this desert where the ocean used to be in their van and on the back of lion just trekking <laughs> to find where the ocean went because steven is certain like lapis did this and I, and I need to go talk to her and they're like we're coming with you let's go so they drive all the way out to this giant huge column of ocean water in the middle of where the ocean used to be, stretching all the way up into space. I do like the the kind of camaraderie that the six of them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, six of them kind of go through a little bit. Well, and six plus, plus lion. lion. Yeah. <laughs> six of them go through with this, uh, this little trek that they do um, and seeing the ocean floor without any water. I thought that was, that was a, a really neat visual. Um, and then plus with... Um, them kind of talking and at one point like everyone is asleep except for pearl and steven and pearl and her talk about like homeworld a little bit and it's just it's kind of heartbreaking because you know pearl misses it but there's really obvious reasons why they're not there anymore so and it turns out when they get to the giant pillar of water after doing this fun mirror fight where she makes ocean water copies of the gems to fight them because they know all their moves which i thought was pretty fun yeah that was really cool and, and like Gurnan is like don't let them separate us that's gonna make it and harder and, and literally punch away and, and they're instantly separated <laughs> uh and a lot of people get hurt and eventually steven's like stop i'm i'm not here to fight you i'm coming up and like <laughs> i'm but you're 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 downgrading this this very important moment it's like i'm not here to fight i'm not here to fight i'm not here to fight and then summons the rose shield that's right he finally is able to summon the shield fully instead of just the bubble yeah it's like and it shows that he literally is not here to fight he's and here to defend he's here to defend and um and i i don't know why that's the moment but it, it is the moment i when think having his human friends around too is very much like i don't these people don't deserve to get hurt this is it's magic gem business. They they don't deserve to get hurt doing this. Yeah, the gems kind of uh, very much have a punch first, uh, ask questions almost later. They're almost murder hobos. They're almost, almost murder hobos, um, but uh, he gets taken up to uh, the top of the tower, and him and Lapis him and Lapis have a, a discussion that she was just building this tower just to try and get back home, just to get into space. Just go as far up as she can to try and get back home. All the waters of the world weren't enough to do that. Yeah. Uh, so, which Steven essentially, like, she, the all oceans are connected. Not all lakes and oh, all bodies I'm of water, but all the literally all the ocean in the water is not enough to get her to where she needs to go. I'd actually be curious to do some mathematical equations on that to see if the volume of water and all the oceans in all the world would be enough to get Film you up theory. into space. I, that it, it, it intrigues me if such a thing were to happen. I don't I don't doubt it. The ocean is, unde is unmeasurably vast and deep, so may as well see if you could do that. But uh, Stephen realizes that her gem is cracked and sticks his <laughs> I, I think it's a little bit more than that, but yeah, to, to kind of downplay it just a little bit more. Oh, wow. Gosh, I'm just giving the, the premise of it. You really <laughs> like these episodes. This, this is, um, I, th I think this is the point where Steven Universe became one of my favorite shows because I loved the whole premise of these episodes and it showed that this show had way more to offer than just these fun people punching things uh, that can maybe change shape and could do all this other stuff and then kind of annoying fun f uh, front character. So 
yeah, this is this is the this was the turning point for me. And revisiting it, it's still a great set of episodes. And when uh he does heal Lapis Lasley by, you know, licking his hand and <laughs> and sticks it on her back and she shivers. Yeah. Uh he, he heals her and all that really changes is A, her gym isn't cracked anymore. B, her eyes aren't mirrors, they're like quote unquote normal, normal eyes. And C, she has water wings. And I thought that was so cool that she could finally yeah. have full control now, of her powers. Now, not water wings. Like, she gets floaties on her arms so she can float. <laughs> like, wings made of water. Nobody was thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking that when you said it that way. <laughs> I, and I do love that, like, they don't, like, have this big, drawn-out goodbye. She just goes, Okay, bye. Okay, bye. And she just leaves. <laughs> and I got what I needed. I'm bye. Bye. <laughs> so, and then the water comes cr- crashing down. The water just doesn't just, like like reverse flow it actually like breaks and blocks i did like that visual chunky blunky blocks and they just come sailing back to shore where mayor dewey is still just holding a running fa- us <laughs> a hunting hose into the water to see and try to make the beach come back for, for beach season i lo- i loved that uh that visual just him like and then the water starts splashing up on him <laughs> what? so um yeah i love lapis lasley and when she re- does return um, it does create a very interesting dynamic. Uh, uh, spoiler, she returns. Well, the uh, episode ends with them realizing, like, so she got off planet. What's going to happen now? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Th- when that, when she comes back, things, things. happen. So Things happen. I'm uh, very interested whenever she does come back. Uh, Steven and Stevens is probably one of my contenders for worst. This next one is definitely the other contender. Uh, episode twenty-seven, house guest. Why is it the episodes where someone at the, where like a group of people who all live together are saddled with someone who is either injured or sick or pregnant, and it's like if they become like the most neediest person. Like I have been in situations like that where I have stayed over to help somebody out or someone has stayed with me because of a b or c and it has never been that way it's just played up for drama like we just watched an episode of sabrina where literally santa claus was the guy who was the most needy person ever and it's just like come on why why is that such a trope i mean it's drama it's very dramatic and for greg i will say that he doesn't live with his son and so to be this close to him and be like, oh, man, I, I kind of feel like I'm missing out. I kind of want to see you more. I feel like I just don't get to be as much as part of your life as I used to be. Well, I mean, I understand that. And I, I, I get that. And if they showed that just a little bit differently. Like he doesn't do it the entire time. Like he's not no. like it's every six seconds. It's the first two times Dude. just to make sure it works, and then he's like, "Okay, one more time. Where's the remote? Okay, I'm good now. Bye." And he really does stop calling it after that. But no, he doesn't because he continue. He does it. He does it again to like. No, no. He only does it the third time, and then he go- and then they're like, "Okay, let's try and fix this thing now." And Stephen can't because his healing powers just are on the fritz. He thinks he can't do it. No, he lost his self confidence because he tried to heal his dad's like who got it hurt during Ocean Gym episode. And when his, he said, oh, I'm sorry, buddy, maybe it's just on the fritz, he lost his self-confidence in it, and he doesn't really return for a while. Yeah, Greg lies that his leg isn't healed because he wants to stay with Steven for a while and spend time with him. Which is, I, I understand, thing to it's, do. A, it's a very selfish thing to do. And it's selfish because he wants to spend more time with his son. I understand that. But it's very, 
I did like how the episode ended. He does, in the end, he does fix his problem. He's like, you know what? I did this to you. I, I made you feel like you couldn't do this. So I'm going to fix the problem that I have caused. And yes, the fact that duct tape does seal this swirling <laughs> celestial vortex of darkness is amazing. That is, uh, duct tape fi- fixes everything. Fixes so. everything. Uh, so I, I, I'm not crazy about the episode as a whole, but it's it's still kind of a it's because it plays on that trope. And does is Greg the most annoying house guest ever? No, but he does get up there. So <laughs> moving on. Episode 28 Space Race. Why are all the episodes that focus on Pearl so dang emotional? Um, because Pearl is one of the best character, best written and best acted characters. I don't know if it's because of Rebecca. We didn't think that Rebecca. the first time. I don't think I don't, we thought that the I, first I think, time. I think you're right. I, I kind of agree. I kind of didn't like Pearl as much the yeah. first time. Yeah, I remember and not then, like, liking her. As I, as I went along the series, I kind of, my respect for it grew. And now go, revisiting the series, it's definitely one of those... I don't believe I can't believe I didn't respect her as much because I remember watching this episode the first time. Like, why is she doing? Why is she so desperate? Now I know why. Yeah, now you know. Like, okay, so I guess still not justified to explode up in space. But uh, Stephen wants to make Pearl happy, and they've been checking all of these warp pads to see if any of them ones from space have been activated yeah. and they haven't and they're just waiting for laps to come back honestly they're just waiting for something to show up through the space pads yeah, they got away the, the countdown clock is is basically ticking they just don't know when it's when it will finally uh count down to exactly and he's like well okay well, let's build a spaceship dad will you help me do that sure and like universe and universe universal space travel program <laughs> tm uh <laughs> And Greg's like, oh, I mean, it's just for fun. We're just doing fun. And he gives the lesson of it, which is sometimes it's okay to bail out. There is no shame in bailing out. Yeah, and that's and it's absolutely true. And um, it, and you can tell it's going to be a prevalent theme because he bails out more than once. Um, but Pearl becomes very fixated. And she, well, she has this mind. She can do anything. Of course she can build a spaceship. <laughs> These are very rudimentary parts, but... But humans... A monkey and a dog have all successfully made it to space, so it is theoretically possible. So, and um, I did like that she kind of she doesn't necessarily kidnap Stephen, but she's like she just so desperately wants to show Stephen. She doesn't even think about the fact that you know Stephen is half mortal, half immortal, which we talked about last time. What does that make you? If yeah, <laughs> memortal. Memortal. Uh, the idea that it'll take 500 years flying in a spaceship to get there, that it may not work since oh, the first I'll test drive. Oh, I'll be back in 50 years. 50 years, I'll be dead by then. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, I didn't sign up for this. So I did like that. and um, That was a very good Greg Universe impression, by the way. That high <laughs> pitch. <laughs> it's a very Greg Universe is very easy to uh, do an impression of. So, um, Derek... Uh, uh, friend of the show, uh, said yes. Duct tape can pretty much <laughs> fix anything, or can duck it. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> so. Well, Derek would know. He works on cars too, just like Pearl does. He would know. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the uh, the storm episode, yeah. the one before. So, uh, but yeah, I 
Pearl is like. If I could put duct tape on the world and heal it, I would absolutely do that. (laughs) Just stretch it out. Everyone go outside, pass your roll of duct tape down the street. We'll just (laughs) fix everything. Uh, Crying breakfast friend stickers. And you're cured of COVID-19. You're cured with your breakfast, crying breakfast stickers. Uh, I remember them. That was a really good one because they show the characters just whining. Crying breakfast friends, we'll be right back. uh, And he's like. You know, I don't get it. I used to like cartoons. I just don't understand <laughs> I it. I don't get it. Uh, Derek says, half immortal like an elf. Kind of, Fair yeah. enough, yeah. They they're, they can live forever, but they can also die if something bad happens to them. So, yeah. I mean, but Crystal Gems could, too. So they're not yeah. immortal, but they're certainly long They just long live less. very long lives. I think so maybe they're elves. I think that's a really good way to talk about maybe it. Maybe not even elves. Maybe like halflings, because halflings live a long time. Um, like hobbits? Sorry, yeah, hobbits. Yeah, hobbits live uh, longer lives too. Yeah, but they don't live as long as elves. They're just not human. Humans yeah. have such yeah, stupid short lives. <laughs> just not humans. Uh, I it is very sad to see Pearl get so close, but then very nice and heartwarming to for her to realize that, and she, she gives Stephen a big hug and ejects from the plane, and she's like, you know what? I think I'd rather be here on Earth with you. And I, I I'm so glad I remember this too. And Pearl's like dedication to this is so unwavering unless something is dirty or unclean or unorganized she's it's like, walking around talking so, uh, about spaceships yeah. and then she just touches the armchair greg's like, sitting in it's like and you know oh, with God. the right propulsion system and a good this chair is completely dirty and it's like it, it's so it's it's such great writing uh pearl um next episode 29 one of my favorites, I think, of this block, Secret Team. Secret Team is a fun episode. I, I did like Secret Team. Um, it shows that Pearl and Amethyst can put aside their differences. But they've got to work, gotta work on this stuff. They are yeah. failing miserably at this. I mean, they start talking about that in Giant Woman, where they just can't get together unless Stephen's life is in peril. Garnet just lays that out even more explicitly for them. It's like, um, and I did like... Uh, Stephen desperately is like, I want to be back on Secret Team. I, like we, I am losing my hat. I have never seen you wear that hat. I've never seen you wear that hat, Stephen. We had to bust in in the dark of night and steal it back. Secret Team. Secret Team. <laughs> I do love that this episode really shows that Garnet is in charge and quote unquote all knowing, but also has a sense of humor. Yeah. Like Stephen calls her to the pizza place to tell her what's going on, and she listens very seriously and she's like i think the only thing we need to do now is from a secret team of our own super secret team pizza daughter i'm gonna need one coupon because the coupons are all their little secret <laughs> team cards yeah. and it's like <laughs> you know uh it's like there is no secret team there is no teams there are no sides we are all one team we are the crystal gems and you know it's hard to remember that sometimes because they their um personal values can kind of conflict and you know, Amethyst and Pearl can butt heads. Even, you know, Garnet can butt heads with them. Uh, but they all have the same goal of protecting Earth and Beach City and, more importantly, Steven. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see, you know, her finally stand up to that. And then, of course, the final line, you know, between the four of us, could I have a free pizza? Because <laughs> I thought the exact same thing about two seconds before he did, or before he said that, so... I love how she used her powers to manipulate them into thinking that they hadn't gotten all the shards. And what was Pearl doing with that rose quartz bubble? What never was explained. she doing? It was never explained. She said, I was looking to see what the rose quartz bubble effect had on the shards. 
Hang on. Yes. Um, yes. Are we about to bust something wide open? What if the rose quartz bubbles are a way to try to heal these things? I think that is what they are implying, and that They're Stephen tr- can do it too, and he has the same healing power that his mom had. What if that They're, is? I think that's what they hope. They hope. Yeah, I don't think it's been proven, and that's why she's look. That's why she's inspecting it, and probably inspecting it without pearl or without Garnet's knowledge yeah, entirely. So. Yeah. Because it looks like it's more so like a jail, but it, you could look at it more so as like a Pokemon Center or Poke Center. That's what as I think of. Like it's it's a encapsulation for these these the gems um, that have been you know poofed um, and then bubbled. So and it's they're trying to help them, but at the same time they're not. Whenever they come out, they're not healed. They're not rehabilitated. So, yeah. Is so, that an indictment of the prison system? Ooh. <laughs> In modern day? Did we just stumble yeah, on an uncomfortable I don't think, truth? I, yeah, it's like um, uh, rehabilitation is uh, a different kind of process. It's a long, yeah. arduous process. So, But, um, this, yeah, this was a good episode. Um, I, I agree. Uh, I, I would not put this as one or two, unfortunately, because I would put ocean and then... No, you're very biased right now, and that's sorry. okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I like me my lapis. <laughs> Uh, final episode of this block that we're talking about today, episode 30, Island Adventure. I do not recall this episode being this early in the series. I thought this was later on, too. But you have to remember, too, this this season is 50 episodes long. Yeah. So we're about to get into some bit heavier stuff here coming up, mm-hmm. um, which is really weird. Uh, because, again, I thought, I swore, I could have sworn season one was split. Um, into more seasons, but if I guess they, they've. If I, they I do guess split, it, I mean, like Mirror Gem is twenty five and Ocean Gem is twenty six. That would have been a good place to split right there. It seemed like a, a natural high for the series, a big tense something that had to come to a head. Exactly, I thought that would have been the end of season Looking one, here, but it's not. It looks like they were both aired on the same day, actually, on September twenty fifth. Uh, it's uh, Mirror Gem and then Ocean Gem. Uh, yeah, there doesn't See, be a gap. I feel that I think, but I unfortunately, it's more of a mid season. Ender. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so. It's, yeah, it's a half time. Exactly. We're halfway through. But yeah, there's no gap. These all came out in the same year, same yeah. timeline. Which uh, is, I, I, I don't know if we just got to, and with our original viewing, things were always kind of weird. There were times when we would watch something and then things wouldn't be available for like another month and then we would get to it and then it like, Hulu was weird and still is kind of weird about this kind of stuff and it's with licensing like there will be shows that they can have the entire season up as it's fresh like Lego Masters and stuff like that and there's shows like um, uh, what's the one that we just watched Uh, Good Place and if you don't if you're not watching if you're not keeping up with it you can only watch the episodes they are offering so like if you're one through say four and you you didn't watch four and you don't watch it in this time frame that they have it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And you have to wait until it's on Netflix or something like that. Which yeah, is there's so many different things. Things yeah. like how the whole season has to be completed and gone for three months before they even upload it. Some of them come like as they come and <sighs> Disney then Disney Plus. Disney Plus. We're not calling you out or anything on that. Mm. Uh so Island Adventure. Uh Sadie is not infallible. Like Sadie does a really selfish act when Steven's like, hey, we need a vacation. Let's and all go. And it's pretty, pretty premeditated, like, too. Like, very premeditated. Wait, I mean, like, I didn't notice this the first time we watched it, but the it's second time. It's instantaneous. Like, yeah. they go out to the beach, and he's like, 
this is boring. There's a beach back at our house. I don't like it here. Let's go back. And they walk back. And then but it's, it's already, a magical beach. It's already covered. She's already covered up the war pad, and it is, for all intents and purposes, gone. And she had to, by when she got there and realized it's their way back home, had to, at that point, say, I'm going to... I'm going to keep him here. Yeah. And this episode highly reminds me, uh, there is this movie, and I cannot for the life of me remember the name of it, where these four high school students, like, go on spring break or go on this, like, like this trip. Like, this, it's, they're supposed to be going on break, and um, instead of going to where they're supposed to go, they find this, like, underground bunker. Like, this thing is, like, was made for, like, Fallout or, you know, in wartime and like you're not really supposed to be able to find this thing well a girl finds it or knows about it and um she kind of says we should go here instead and they go down there and they start partying and you know supplies start kind of running a little low and they're like okay well let's you know we should probably get out of here and it's locked and they can't get out so they're stuck in there and um there's only four of them and actually um what's her face from the pirates movie um Karen Knightley. I'm pretty sure it's Karen Knightley. Karen Knightley is in it. Oh, cool. Um, I think it was either before the Pirates movie or right after the Pirates movie. Um, but they, uh, the uh, Karen Knightley's character uh, actually has bulimia, and so she keeps throwing up after she eats. Um, and she actually throw like the acidity like actually like kills her from or doing it like she like does it too much and Ooh. she has like nothing Ooh. in her stomach she dies from it okay how is this at all related to steven universe <laughs> because um one the the two guys end up getting in a fight and one accidentally kills the other one and the guy that accidentally kills the other one uh and this other girl were kind of like starting to hit it off and like she's like i love you he i love you and you're, you're stuck in isolation together and everything like that and then after um all of this like she like finally realizes like okay maybe i should unlock the door no yeah oh. it's like once you it's like kind of one of those things like once you get in so deep you just kind of like can't. you can't see the way out and uh he like realizes that she's about to do that and he's like i killed my best friend because of all this blah 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 is dead because of this and and like he tries to like run up the stair like there's like a third level where you come in and that and like he tries to run up and um uh, like he falls down and then like the ladder like comes down on top of him. It's it is a hearty hearty movie to get through, um, and like it's and completely antithetical to the chill appreciation yeah. vibe we've set up here. <laughs> but what happens is like getting stuck in this area to try to like get to know someone better very much reminds me of this episode. Yeah, to choose that it's better to keep them here, and it is. A little bit better than being stuck in a bunker underneath the ground because they, <laughs> they can't survive and they do enjoy themselves. I think it's telling, though, that even after all of this and they all learn how to get better and survive and enjoy their time there, Lars still very much wants to go home like all the time and feels very lonely even with people there. And it's like, it's it's good to show that just because you give someone everything you think they want doesn't mean that they're actually getting what they need. Yeah, um, and Sadie just can't understand why he can't just appreciate what they're there for and what they're, you know, enjoying. And, you know, Steven is. Why can't he? And, you know, he kind of does, but then he's still resistant. But then he kind of does, and he's still resistant. And, and it's... I don't know. Do you like this episode? I think this episode is tricky 
I think that it's a complicated layering sort of thing. It's good because it shows that this relationship isn't just one person being an ass and one person being always right. But in another way, it's like I almost wanted Sadie to be like a really, you know, good person who would never even think about doing this. But she did. And in the end, she does save them all. They all go back home, but it's it's kind of like, how do you go back for where you used to be? We And we learn a little bit more about Sadie in some later episodes. Um, but I don't... Like, I like that it's she's not infallible. She's not just, like, the perfect person and everything like that. But, um, and that she does kind of, quote-unquote, redeem herself in this, within this episode. Um, but it's hard to kind of do that to your character and then expect the, the growth to be easy. I don't, I don't think that the writers and, you know, and everybody thought that. Um, because well, there's a reason both your movie and this one have the girl be the one who hides the means of escape. Because if a guy does that, it's it's terrifyingly very, very, very bad. If, if a girl does, it's a bit more, like, ambiguous. Like, she just, you know, wanted a chance for them to be closer. And it's hard. The, the optics... Took, if you only took a chance to see. Yeah, like, the optics are very, very bad. There's, like, certain stories you can't tell if the guy is the aggressor but if the girl is the aggressor it's it's quirky or unrequited and if the guy does it it's terrifying and please hmm. don't equality it's, hmm. i'm not saying it's equal i'm just no, saying the I, optics I, are different i completely understand and i and I, I completely agree like there's there are times when it's like it's okay if it's a woman that does it and if there's not if a man does it how about this it's never okay to hold people against yeah, them i completely agree <laughs> so we'll say Wh- it's, whether it's cute and quirky or not so yeah. Um, like with that, uh, that, oh, uh, Melissa Joan Hart and, uh, Mario Lopez movie, yeah. uh, the, you know, handcuffed for the holidays or whatever Yeah, it literally, is. Uh, you know, kidnaps him to be her like, fiance. you're my boyfriend now, right? Right? Yeah, it's like terrifying. <laughs> like, so please don't do that. So, uh. So of all of our episodes of episodes 21 through 30, um, which is your very, very favorite? Um, it's a tie between, uh, well, no, Ocean Gem, the Mirror Gem, uh, and then I would either say, I actually, I think Space Race might be my number three. I would say that, um, I think Secret Team is my favorite, perhaps tied with an indirect kiss, because I really like the reveal, and I like that Steven, he sees a little bit more about his mom, and how he just isn't going to be here, because he never knew her but he also is her. Yeah. And then uh, Mirror Gem and Ocean Gem. See, like, I am separating them because I do like Mirror Gem, uh, but with the reveal at the end of the episode, it, it it's a really, really great episode. It is my number two, um, but Ocean Gem is just, it's a much better exploration of Steven, the gems, and Lapis, whereas with Mirror Gem, it's, it's him becoming friends with this object and the then it, gem, and I, the person inside. I like Mirror Gem because it's got a bit of that um bit of that existential horror that I think Steven Universe does really well. Oh yeah. Behind its twee. 
uh, I think like that one is just this this mirror screaming in Steven's voice to not let the gems get to it. I, and it doesn't always repeat it like the exact same way. It'll sometimes like layer it in weird ways. Yeah, and when she does come out, she has Steven to come with her. Yeah, and that was always a little I, that, heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. Like he doesn't know if he should or not, and and then when he doesn't, you know, it's heartbreaking for her. Yeah, exactly, because he's her friend. Uh, so would you like to hear the? list episode for the next 10 episodes and so 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 yeah so i think we're thinking that indirect kiss uh for for you indirect kiss and secret team secret team tie for top two okay gotcha with space or with mirror gem and uh, ocean gem right behind it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because mine is um ocean mirror and then space race yeah gotcha uh episode 31 our namesake is coming up keep beach (laughs) city weird i it's going to be interesting to finally have Ronaldo get a little bit more of the spotlight because he. Uh, I it, thought I could not hate a character more than Lars. I think I hate Ronaldo more than Lars. I don't. I don't know how because Ronaldo is. Uh, he's he's anno- He can be annoying. He's not that stereotypical milady character though. I find him very fedora tipping, but beyond that, he's I find not, him. Uh, we'll talk more about Ronaldo yeah. when we get to him. when we get to him because, like, from what I remember now, this is f- uh, straight from memory because. Uh, he's not like condescending. He's condescending, but he's condescending in the way of like. I mean, to in my st- memory, he threatens physical violence on his brother, and I think that's when it, it turned it off for me. So I'm trying I to remember. I don't that. remember that in I, the slightest. Again, I, I may be misremembering, but we'll get to it when we get to yeah, it. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, I don't remember that. So. I just remember him as the kind of kooky, like you know, looking for paranormal in a paranormalless town. Yeah, that's that's the fun part, and I think it's a little darker as it goes on. Yeah, the guy that was looking for the blue demon in the Sonic movie. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so thirty-one, keep beach, beach city weird. Mm-hmm. Episode thirty-two, fusion cuisine, which I am looking forward to. If I'm thinking correctly, I think you are. I am look. That is going to be a yay, great yay, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything with fusions. Uh, number thirty-three, Garnet's universe. Hmm. Number thirty-four. Watermelon Steven. Oh, uh, that uh, I I know what that one is. Well, no, I know what the follow up to that one is. Episode thirty five, Lion Three, straight to video. Oh, oh, that's a that's gonna be tough. To talk oh, about. my heart. Nah. Episode thirty six, alone together. Oh, my heart again. Oh, we are getting into all the good episodes. I don't even remember here. that one. Like, I, the title kind of sounds familiar, You'll, but I don't remember the premise for it. You will remember it. Okay. Uh, 37, Warp Tour. Hmm. Yes. 38, The Test. 39. Oh, I think I remember F. that one. 39. I don't, I don't think I liked it. Future Vision. Oh. And 40, On the Run. There are hmm. five really good bangers coming up in this one there yeah. are some real yeah. good and, ones and this, here and this and in uh mirror gem uh and ocean gem is definitely the point when this season turns and it starts to ramp up with some of these episodes yeah a lot of ramping up i thought it was gonna be fun to talk about 21 through 30 i cannot wait for next week to talk about 31 through 40 oh my god yeah we got <laughs> three more for, uh no two we more have, we have two more episodes yeah. for season one yeah after this we're going to be going down to, I think, five episodes. I'm, episode? I'm, I'm leaning towards doing half a season. Because either we in do... In a chunk, like 15 episodes, talk about in one hour? I think that might be a little too much. It'll depend on how, how good the episodes are. So I think it's been good to get take an hour 
to talk about 10 episodes, that seems fair to me, yeah. so I wouldn't want to overwhelm us. I mean, and we could do a shorter episode, too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure this is just great, you know, for our audience as we, <laughs> as we discuss, discuss how it. the podcast is going to go. So yeah. uh, thank you, everyone, who watched and commented. Uh, we agree. Duct tape is the fix-all. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you want to join us again, we record Tuesday nights, and next episode we will be talking again about episodes 31 through 40. Yeah, we're we're uh, very excited to keep doing this, and um, if you liked it, please uh, you know go to our Facebook page and share the video, share the page itself. If you want to catch up, uh, you can watch the other two live videos on the facebook page uh we also have the two episodes uploaded to itunes you can also listen to them there as well yeah and don't worry i'm not going to be like please share hit that smash smash that like button are you sure you did say it three times already i'm not going to do that every time (laughs) um i do appreciate uh we did get a couple new likes today that's Um, wonderful thank uh, you everyone and a couple new views so i do appreciate everyone that has viewed um, who is viewing right now. We and hope we're a nice thing to listen to while you're working on stuff at home or just lounging on your couch enjoying the sun. We hope that we're just a little bit of brevity, a little bit of gaiety in your day. <laughs> what are these random people talking about? Steven Universe? Steven Universe? Once again, if you want to watch, they are on Hulu, so you can watch along with us. Uh, yeah, and, I would, and they're only 15 minutes long. So. 10 minutes long, usually. Yeah, so you can knock knock that out very quickly that was our problem this time we watched too many too quickly and we're like wait we have to wait so we can actually talk about them in like, a week <laughs> uh, like i'm almost like well do you want to keep watching them tonight but we can't it'll we have color to wait our perception time. we have to wait yeah we actually have to like wait for a couple of days so we can like jump back into it proper so <laughs> um but we hope everyone's being safe out there um i know some uh, some things are going down and some things are coming through and i say that every time and every week so um uh, I hope that you and yours are good and, um, and you know, keep on keeping on and keep on trucking. So, and remember, only, only you, you can, can keep, keep Beach City, City quarantine. Ah, oh, you messed it up. Do you want to, you want to give me one more shot? Cause I was going to say weird. I was going to say weird. You, you did give me say one more shot? weird and I liked it. It's right. fine. You I'll give, me it. more shot. give me one more shot. Give me one more shot. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> My instrument. Let me warm it up. And, and remember, on. no, see, okay. Okay, I don't, see, we haven't decided what it's, it actually is. <laughs> I have said it the same way twice now. You really should be on this by now. All right, it's it, only you can, rem- on, remember, only you can keep Beach City quarantine. That is correct. Okay, sorry, I have to prep, you know. On, hmm. Oh, yeah, get into character. Yeah. You're a man who loves watching children's cartoons. <laughs> That's easy. And, and remember, remember, only you can, can keep, keep Beach City quarantined. quarantined.